welcome to Kansas City Real Talk, brought to you by KCRAR. I'm Bobby Howe, and I just cut off Alex Gearing. I that's me. Alex That's Gearing. Me. She said my <laughs> name. <laughs> what am I Welcome to, to our 100th episode where we chaos will reign the entire episode because we really are just here. Just we don't really have a plan. Well, we have a plan, well, but it, Amber the, plan, a plan. the plan is going to be chaotic. Right. I mean, that's the reality. Um, also, we're full because we had cake to celebrate our 100th episode. Yeah, we all sat here and we had a slice of cake. And just so you all know, it's barely 11 a.m. and we've had cake for the day. So we are good. Like, we're good. It's a Friday. We've had cake. This I mean, is not it's, a sugar-free zone anymore. This episode's coming out October 5th, but it's actually a long weekend for us. Like, this weekend is kicking off right. Yeah. I am so excited. I'm pumped. Yes. Started with cake. Started with cake. Alcohol next. We're having shots right after this episode. Oh my god! Okay, hundred so shots for a hundred episodes. I didn't talk. Well, no, we are not. We will. We will. We will all be dead. At least I will be dead. So in the last episode, we talked about my race that I just did—the Hood to Coast 200 mile relay race. After we had ran um, 12 legs, we're starting to leave Portland and go out into the rural areas of Oregon. And as you leave, there's a Fred Meyer grocery store and we stop there every year to get stuff. But anyways, we go in the Fred Meyer, we get some stuff and we come back out. And there's another team that's there that has gone inside and purchased themselves snacks. And I'm going to say snacks in air quotes because they came out with a a case of um, PBR, some Paps Blue Ribbon. And then the next thing I look over and they're all doing shots of fireball. And I was like, oh, my Lord, you people still have like 18 hours of running to do. And you're doing shots of fireball. Are you kidding me right now? Did they make it? I have no idea. We never saw them again. Oh, wow. Oh, God. Did they die? They might have. Oh, I mean, there was no reports of anyone dying during the race this year. Um, But I don't know what happened to those poor, poor people because... I know it was it was a Friday afternoon at like three in the afternoon, but still, I don't I don't care. You're doing shots of fireball and then going and, then and running, running, yeah, a lot, yeah, Ooh. a lot, a lot. And that was, burns coming up too. Uh huh. I was worried about them, so that was we were water the whole way through, yeah, until the finish line. You know, I feel like we should probably our podcast really should be marketed to like running enthusiasts. We as probably well. should be. We talk enough about running, right? Sorry, that I everyone. feel like. Sorry, right, that's <laughs> my bad. Okay, no, it's not your bad. It's, it's good. I encourage it. So, what else is going on? Well, I'm excited because it's October. Yeah, and that means Halloween decorations everywhere. Now, right. last year we talked about my decorations because I got it. I got into the Home Depot 12-foot skeletons, and we had the 12-foot skeleton, and we had the 12-foot pumpkin inferno, and we dressed them up all holiday season. I mean, oh, they stayed God. up through Christmas. Oh, my yeah, there gosh. Was, there was conversation about keeping them up into the new year, turning them into Cupid, and because we turned him into a Santa. And so we did all that. But now... Home Depot and Lowe's both in this episode is not sponsored by Home Depot or Lowe's, by the way. Um, they have new things that are out this year. People are still trying to get the skeletons, but I mean, we got those. We're way past those. So we have a a 10 foot animated werewolf and he <laughs> he moves and he roars at you. You can go to my Facebook page. I've already got these up um, doing that. Oh. Then we we got a um, 12 foot. Good Lord. What is the 12 foot? We got a phantom and my brain literally. You can't. have so many Halloween I decorations that you cannot remember what them. What the other thing was that we. You, wow. you want to know how many like. Oh, 10 a mummy. Foot... Sorry. 
Here's here's my werewolf and my mummy. So they're both they're both oh animated. They both move. The mummy turns around. He's all you light can't up. see the picture, but she's showing a picture of Alex next to the Alex being Bobby's son. My son. He's done next to these figures and he looks tiny yeah so we got the 12 foot mummy and then we got a 15 foot phantom the phantom is on its way as we speak um and so but here's the thing our neighbors actually love us you would think they like a bunch of other people live in hoas where their neighbors are like you need to take it out but my neighbors like even like the people like in their 60s and 70s stop by they take photos and they say i'm texting it to my grandson he always gets excited to see what you've done in your yard so on some level, I'm bringing joy and happiness to some people that wouldn't otherwise have joy and happiness. I'll tell you, I am a full-on Karen, and I'm glad that you don't live near me. How is what I put in my yard affecting you at all? No, I, I know. I know. It's probably loud, though. Do they make noise? Do you, they talk? Well, the, this year's do. Last year's didn't. Uh-huh. But we're going to turn the volume down. Okay. Because there is a volume button on them that you can choose to decide how loud or not loud it is. And... I'm, you know what? We have a good time. My child is going to look back and be like, you know, my mom and dad were fun. That's true. Or Mine's they're annoying. Look back and <laughs> they're going to be like, my parents were boring. So if you had a seller and your seller was adamant that they wanted to list their house, but they needed all of these Halloween decorations out, would you allow them to do it? Would it be like for you a marketing opportunity that these people wanted all those Halloween decorations out? Or will you make your seller like take them away? No, I would allow them to have it out. Because yeah, to me... Yeah. It's like selling your house at Christmas time, like being decorated up, that nice, cozy, warm feeling that comes with everything being decorated up and having that sense of community. Like there's a sense of community in my house that all the neighborhood kids are coming to my house to get candy at Halloween. They're loving it. So I love that sense of community that it would convey. So I would absolutely allow my seller to keep those things up unless it was unless it, you know, crossed the line to tacky and I don't do tacky. Oh, Right, mine these is are, very. This is very these are classy. Fifteen-foot mummies. Yeah, they're taller than my house. It's fine. You know what, though, it's better than when I had the inflatables because we used to have inflatables, and we used to, we had a thirteen-foot Stay Puff Marshmallow and those Man. Those are loud. Until well, it's loud and they're just obnoxious and they yeah. they wiggle around in the wind. But right. the wind did get the thirteen-foot Stay Puff Marshmallow Man, and we discovered him in the neighbor's tree one morning. We came out, and we're like, "Where is it? He blew up over our house." Oh wow. Into the tree behind our house. That's where Stay Puff ended up, and then Stay Puff was dead. Oh, poor Stay Puff. It was. It was a really sad moment for Stay Puff. So it's so, all good. Bobby. So, Alex. How long have we been doing this? 100 episodes. 100 which, episodes. Our first episode was released on November 14th, 2018. Which I believe is four episodes from now will be our four-year anniversary. Wild. Do you remember when we first talked about the podcast? Yeah. When did we first talk about it? Oh, it was a long... It was four years ago plus. <laughs> <laughs> I am so smart, We y'all. were in the middle of... We were in... Uh, Bobby was speaking to our UMKC leadership class. Uh, mm-hmm. And I had this harebrained idea. Mm-hmm. And I just walked up to Bobby and I was like, hey, you should do this thing. And she's like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I was totally on board. You didn't have to convince yeah, me. Yeah, it was like was, the easiest right. thing in the world. We had like a, a 15 second conversation in between like sessions. Presentations or something. Yeah. yeah. And that was it. That was it. That was it. It was done. Yeah. We, Here we are. We're bought in. KCRA we didn't are hardly bought in. even know each other really. No, then. but now we really. But now we know a lot about each other. We probably know too much about each other on some level. <laughs> All right, so I have, I have a book bit for today, though. Okay. Because that would be shocking for me. And I, I loved, here's the thing, 
So Amber, you know, is our producer and she kind of helps us out to get us, you know, moving along the right track so we don't just talk to each other for the entire time <laughs> and never bring our guest on. However, on our um, our outline for this week's episode, Bobby's book bit, If You if Wanna. If You Wanna. Well, of course I wanna. It's like, it sounds like a, I don't even, it sounds like a pussycat doll song. I did not know where that was going at first. I was very scared where he was going with that. I was like, uh, where is he going with that? Because... Yeah. Do 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 do. Bobby's book bit. Casey, that was terrible. Your part was great. There was an extra runner there. All right. So (laughs) my book for this week is, it's a book about big data. Being used in a bunch of different ways. Oh Lord, we can't stop the laughing now. I thought you were going to say Big Daddy. Big, da- that would actually. Wow, poor Amber is scared of what the rest of this episode is going to delve into. You should be scared too, listener. It's the cake. It's fine. It is cake. Look, this is what happens when you give us sugar right before an episode. I'm so sorry. So my book is called Everybody Lies by Seth Stevens David Witz. I don't know if that's how you say that, but. I don't know. That's his name. All right. Davidowitz. Davidowitz. All right. We're going to go with that. Seth Stevens Davidowitz wrote Everybody Lies. And it's going to expand your mind about the true nature of human beings by explaining what big data is, how it came to be, and how we can use it to understand ourselves better. And it's that last part is why I, I, I like the book. And there's some of the ways that we lie to ourselves. It's not necessarily related to big data. But my quote from the book is Netflix lend, learned a similar lesson early on in its life cycle. Don't trust what people tell you, trust what they do. You know, it's kind of that same thing when, you know, when someone shows you their true colors, you should go ahead and believe them instead of believing that there's something else um, behind them. And so the three lessons from the book is that people aren't as good as identifying patterns as big data. And it's only because there's not a large enough sample size. And so it it talks about... um, one experience the author had, he was talking with his um, grandmother and she was giving him relationship advice about what he should be looking for in a companion. And she thought they needed to be funny and clever and pretty just to name um, a few. And looking at it from a purely scientific standpoint, she was 88 years old. She had a decent size sample size to, to draw from. However, she also believed that a long lasting relationship, couples should have a lot of mutual ref- friends. However, there was a 2014 study that said the more mutual friends uh, a couple has on Facebook, the more likely they are to eventually split up. And I found that really curious is that Hmm. essentially they should have two separate friend groups and they shouldn't necessarily completely overlap. That makes sense. Yeah, Yeah. it it makes sense. But when you first read it, you're like, "Ah, whatever. So grandma didn't have a large enough sample size out of her 88 years to recognize that. The second one is that big data tells us the deep, darkest secrets that people won't share. And it talks about um, there was a university that went out and polled people um, to share what their GPA was. And only 2% of people said that their GPA was 2.5% or less. But the actual numbers from the university was that 11% of people had a GPA of 2.5 or less. And it just talks about that people will lie on surveys. And we do this because we want to look good, even when we're having conversations with someone that we don't know, which is known as a social desirability bias. Um, We try to impress someone no matter who's asking the questions. So um, it says, just think about if someone looked similar to your dad and was asking you about your drug use in college, you probably wouldn't be very willing to share this. Um, And what we do online seems anonymous to us, but the information collected can tell us when we're lying. 
And then the third lesson from the book is society will be better off if the government uses big data to look at helping society as a whole rather than just specific individuals. And it it just talks some stuff about like each year there are each month there's three and a half million searches um, that's suicide related. And yet there's about forty five hundred suicides each month so that if we look at it as a whole we think everyone's going to be committing suicide but we need to actually go back down to using this as a society as a whole and maybe offering mental health help versus going after individuals who are right technically searching these things so it just talks about some different ways that essentially we all lie because we think that we're anonymous and um do all those kinds of things when we're online which you know we're not which goes back to last week's episode or last month's episode or whenever that was you know, talking about TikTok and just yeah. the way all that data is being used in ways that we could have never imagined. The corn kid. Yeah, corn kid. Let's not sing that song again, though. That will <laughs> never go away from me. And now I'm going to have to go look it up when we leave. So my so. questions after your book bit. So what what I really want to know mm-hmm. is who is what is who is Big Daddy? What can we learn from Big Daddy? And how can we use Big Daddy to better explain ourselves? Um, Big Daddy probably should just go away. <laughs> okay. Okay, so Amber has a game for us. I'm scared and of I'm Amber's scared. game. The name of the game is called Who Said It? Bobby, Alex, or Kanye? I got a feeling I'm going to embarrass myself just as bad on this episode as I did on the Guess That Song episode. <laughs> Good Lord. You know, we did our Hood to Coast race. Somebody was like, what would be your karaoke song? And I was like, I don't have a karaoke song. And then ever since then, my brain has just like been like, this song, this song. I could do all, I could do any New Kids on the Block song. I could do any Janet Jackson song. On the way down this morning, I heard uh, Grundy County Auction. I was like, that'd be a good karaoke song. That's how my brain goes. What Grundy County Auction would be a great karaoke song. I don't know. No, what that John is. Michael Montgomery. No. I've okay. never heard of that. Yeah, okay, well, it's an, old, it's, okay. it's an older country you said song. Who's the, the artist? John Michael Montgomery. I've never even heard of that person. It's, it's, it's an older country song. It's not, it's not new, y'all. Okay. It's okay. Yeah. At least I didn't do John Denford thing, got him a country boy. That's well, my favorite that movie, Son in Law, but Polly Shore, by the way. And I've just totally <laughs> just made myself look like an idiot. So, all right, Amber, okay. are you ready with the quotes? Yes, I'm kind of like leaning down into my mic. I hope it sounds okay. Oh, it sounds great. We can hear you. You sound great. So We never um, get to hear Amber's voice. This is the voice of God, everyone. So, yeah, we have a few quotes from, well, they're either from a past episode of the show or they're just something that Kanye West has said. <laughs> I recently tweeted. watched his documentary, so hopefully this is going to, have you watched the documentary? It's a really good documentary. It actually is really good. Yeah. I didn't yeah. realize what a big nerd he is. Like, he's super nerd. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, well, he's, Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not sure. I'm hoping that, you know, because if you guys get all of them right, then that's no fun. So I'm hoping that I'll trip you up with some of these. <laughs> I'm, but, I'm guaranteed I'm not going to know half the stuff I've said. But I also, I, I don't know that it's going to be worth keeping any sort of score. But if you want a winner, you can determine okay, who the okay. winner is. Okay. We'll work together. Kanye wins automatically. <laughs> Kanye wins. Well, okay. he needs a win under his belt. He's been going through a rough patch, right? Mm-hmm. I Let's think Kanye's go good. Is he okay? <laughs> Kanye's okay. So he's okay. No, right, he's got right. plenty of money to wipe away his tears. He's okay. <laughs> all right, okay, here we go. All right. Okay. Um, the first quote is, sometimes I feel like I like seeing crappy movies just because it's fun. That sounds like an Alex quote. I think it sounds like a Bobby <laughs> quote. <laughs> I'm going with Bobby. Crappy is a word I would use, but I don't remember ever saying those words. Let's go with that. I think it's Bobby. Wow, he talked you into Bobby. That is an Alex quote. <laughs> <laughs> I was right. 
right. See, damn it. Women's intuition is a thing, and you should follow it. I want to know what I was talking about. Crappy movies, obviously. Crappy movies, what yeah. crappy movie oh, were you talking about? You have to go back know. and listen to them. Do you know what episode that's from? That episode, actually, the fact that you kind of got it on your first guest was impressive because you were not on that episode. Oh. That was oh. a conversation between Jeff Carson and Alex about his like movie pass subscription or something like that. Oh, wow. Wow. I wasn't even on that episode and I got it because it sounds I'm like impressed. something you'd say. Wow. Gosh, like that doesn't okay. sound like something I'd say, but I'd say the word crappy, but the rest I'm of that doesn't sound like me. I'm off to a bad start. Okay. The next quote is, they're loyal listeners. They know what I did. <laughs> That's funny. That's that's a good quote. Wow. <laughs> Dang, Amber, you're really good at this game. <laughs> wow. I think that's Bobby too. That, but it could be me. But I feel like it's Bobby. They're loyal listeners. That's pretty quick. They know what I've done. That's a quick. That sounds quip. like me. Yeah, I think I it's Bobby. Me. Yes, that was Bobby. Yeah. Yeah. In reference to running the Dopey Challenge. There's that uh-huh. running thing there again. We go. That made sense. They're loyal listeners. Yeah. They yeah, know what I've done. There we go. That works. Okay. <laughs> So, so far you've got one, you lost the other, both of you as a team. As right, a team. as a team. The next quote, I love sleep. It's my favorite. That is 100% me. I love it sleep. It's my favorite. like a Bobby thing that Bobby would say, but. You could say it too. But I feel like, like, look at her face. I know, She's but like there's too many Bobbies in a row. Bobby when really it's probably Kanye. See, here's the thing is that we start doing the game of like a multiple choice like test and you're C's. like too many C's. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so like we've had too many Bobbies. You think we that two might, Bobbies in might a row. be Kanye? Say it again. I love sleep. It's my favorite thing. I, I can say favorite. it because I say, I say that all the time. That's, that's my problem We're going to go with Bobby. I don't know, man. It she really weird. wants us to go with Bobby Let's though with because, Bobby. because she knows <laughs> it's scared. Kanye. <laughs> it is Kanye. Yes. <laughs> but I say that literally all, I maybe never said it on the podcast, but I like actually just in the last week have said that. I love sleep. It's my favorite thing. Well, you and Kanye have that in common. Okay, Congratulations. Maybe that's, maybe that's why I like him. Okay. <laughs> Next quote. I'm probably going to get in trouble for what I'm about to say, but I'm going to say it anyways. Alex. That's probably me. Yeah. That was Bobby. <laughs> and it was actually on the last episode we recorded. I wonder how many times both of us have said that. Though. I know. I was like, I totally like I feel like we, we, I'm about to say this. Like I don't want to get trouble for it, but I'm going to say it anyways. <laughs> all right. There we go. Okay. The next quote. Screw the gifts. Just send me money. Oh. <laughs> Screw the gifts. Just send me money. That is not me. I can't. What gifts have we been sent? What money? I don't know. It's pretty funny though. I like. I like the quote. <laughs> I really like the now quote. Now we're claiming new quotes. I like this. Um, um, that could be Kanye. That's. We haven't had you in all of them. That's because I don't say anything memorable. Well, the first one was oh, Alex. Oh, the first about one was the, me. about the movies. Yeah, yeah, that was you. That's true. Um, <laughs> screw the gifts. Send me money. I feel I like think, it's Kanye. Kanye doesn't need people to send him money, though. He has plenty of it. I'm going with yeah, you. You're going, going with me. I'm going with Alex. Okay, I'll go with me. Yes, the answer is Alex. Oh, wow. Huh. What did, when did he say this? That was um, in reference to baby showers. Oh. Oh, screw the gifts. What do you think? She said gifts? Gifts. Like the, the... Like sending people gifts. <laughs> <via> text <laughs> message. Oh, although, although Amber would have said gifs <laughs> yeah. because she would have said it correctly. correctly. But I, it's yeah. still a gif. I'm sorry. Well, GIF whatever. is peanut butter. That's, that's part of the reason I prefer GIF because GIF sounds too much like gift. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But see, GIF sounds like Jiffy peanut butter. Screw, screw, and if yeah, that's me for yeah. sure. Yeah. Okay. Gifts. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. Uh, next quote. <laughs> I still think I am the greatest. Kanye. Definitely Kanye. 
Yeah. I yeah. thought I could trip you up with that one. Oh, I was like, I, I would you. never say you. I would say Alex is the greatest, but I would never say You I, wouldn't say Alex. I, I don't the have greatest. that kind of confidence in myself to say I'm the greatest. Okay, the next one. Who gives a flying potato about some of these questions? Ooh. I would never say flying potato, so one hundred percent I am out. That's probably I say me. a lot of other th- I say a lot of other things. <laughs> to be clear, it was potato that was said. Yes. Who gives a flying potato? That sounds like you. Yeah, it's probably me. Yes, that was Alex. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't say I say a lot of things and not potato. And that, I may have to start using it now. I remember when you said that and it made me think of the vine. A potato flew around my room. Do you remember that? No. You don't remember the potato flew around? Okay. I wasn't a big vine guy. Our listeners uh, will get it. They'll know. They'll know? Okay. <laughs> I'm really a potato flew around my room. Okay. okay. Why did a potato fly around your house? Because potato it, fly so it's the song. It's a Frank Ocean song. It says a tornado flew around my room. Oh. And then they tied a potato to their ceiling fan and said a potato flew around my room. Got it. I okay. see. Got okay. it. Okay. Now okay. I get it. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> the next quote. It's going to be fun. They tell me it's going to be fun. That's the words I've been given that this is going to be fun. That's going to be me. And I've got a feeling it's in reference to like a running thing that I've done. Yeah, I feel like that's probably true. I bet it's Bobby. It is Bobby. But no, it was in reference to forcing her to do trivia. Oh, (laughs) yeah, it was. It's kind of like this right now, what we're doing right now. It's fun. It's They tell me it's going to be fun. It's fun. And then the last one, I have decided in 2020 to run for president. Kanye. <laughs> Kanye, for sure. Okay, yep. Good job. <laughs> Yay. I was like, wait a second. I didn't decide to run for president until 2021. Like, I was doing math in my head like, that wasn't me yet. I wasn't quite there yeah, yet. It's, okay. it's not I had fair. to end on a classic Kanye quote. Oh I love goodness. it. But yeah, the next section that we have is going to do, um, like, just pulling questions from a pile that we oh have written out. Bobby and Alex are going to answer them. I feel more scared about this than I do the game we this just did. This is going to be fun. Yeah. So these All are right. these are supposedly some of our favorite moments from the show, and we have to have memories of them. And oh. I'm concerned because I don't necessarily have the world's best memory as is this that last right? game. I just, just thought that these are questions that we were supposed to interview each other about. They're reflective questions about the podcast, about... Okay. Since we started. Or you're, oh, you're going to start with I'm me? I'm going to start with one because the back side of the piece of paper, which was a piece of bingo paper, everyone, has the word crazy on it. And so, therefore, I'm picking that one for Alex because it says crazy on the back. Okay. I don't know. That's what all I had to go with here. Okay. All right. Do, 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 do. Bobby's book. Oh. Alex. Uh-huh. Which episode did you get the most feedback on from friends and listeners? Oh. Oh, see, he did go reflective just like that. Great job, Amber. Yeah. So it, interestingly enough, the one that I, I've got two that I got a lot right. of good feedback okay. on. Uh, one of them was the Jimmy Mackin episode that we did um, immediately following yep. uh, Recharge several mm-hmm. years ago. Oh, I've got another answer now. Okay. It was right before COVID. It yep. actually was 2020, I think. It was right. It was like the, or was it twenty? Yeah, that was like March 8th. That was right yeah. before we shut down. But I think Jimmy Mackin was the year before, though. It was 19? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that was probably the one that I got the most feedback on. Mm-hmm. Matched only by the episode that we did with Nate Johnson, mm. where we talked about um, uh, smart planning yep. or smart zoning, whatever the name of his uh, uh, of the class that he teaches is. 
which is embarrassing that I can't remember it, but we had a had a At lot of feedback diversity. on that one as well. The other class. There's he, another class uh, that he teaches. Yeah. Called, I think it's called Smart Planning. Yes, 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 yes. Smart yeah. Planning, yeah. And so um, anyway, that, I got a ton of good feedback from that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. Can I ask you the, the same, same question? question? Yes. I, so Is that I, how that works? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. That, so I, I had one in my head immediately, but then when you talked Jimmy Mackin, that reminded me from that exact same event we had Stefan Swanepoel. Mm-hmm. And I remember I asked him about his lack of diversity in his um, Power 200 list or whatever that's called mm-hmm. because my brain's dead right now. And we had a lot of feedback right afterwards. And then just like last year, it popped back up again. There were some questions about Stefan and his lack of diversity on his list. And I was like, hey, we did a podcast and several uh, people around the nation reposted that and listened to the podcast again. And then the second most uh, podcast that I got a lot of feedback on was a very recent episode where we talked trash against the other softball team and we called them trash and yes. people were told to go listen to the episode because we were calling them names. So I did I, get a lot of feedback from that episode as well. So if I just call people names, we'll get feedback. I too got feedback on that. Like bad feedback or just more trash talk? Oh, just trash, more trash, trash, trash talk, talk. from oh, the other okay, team, from, from the, the other team, team. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. which no, is no, the no, idea. Yeah, they they took it with the spirit in which the question was intended or the comment was intended. Yes. Yeah, they yeah. weren't offended. I don't which think. Which was they were shaking. Because if they in were, they're trash anyways. That's right. Total trash. <laughs> Doubling down on the trash. All right, here we go. What's a favorite moment from the podcast? Oh, a favorite moment from the podcast. I am not good. Ref- this is like the when we ask our people, "What's your craziest story in real estate?" and like it takes them and like go, ten hmm, minutes to be like, think, "No." That's a really good yeah. question. I don't know that I have a ah, favorite moment. Like we've had so many good guests on and so many like fun we moments have. along the way. Yeah. But the thing yeah. that immediately pops out to me was our first birthday where we had the cats and we were like, <laughs> is there cake? And we found some cake here, but it wasn't necessarily cake for us, which is why Amber got us cake today. Cause she knows we like cake. But I, I think they're just like that moment of just being so happy. And we had the streamers and we had, and we were here in the, we were here in the yeah. studio. And that's been such a long time since being in the studio. So what's one of your favorite I moments? remember when it was like the first summer that we were doing the podcast and you brought Alex in a lot. Oh. And I really got a kick out of of hanging out with him a little bit yeah. and seeing you be such an awesome mom. And oh. I'm serious. It was really it was really cute. And, and, and I, I will a, say this. He's in school today, but he's like, uh, you're doing the podcast. Can I come oh. down for a while? You can put me back in school. And I was like, right. Except you'd like missed almost the entire by the time you get back to school, you'll have like an hour. So, no, you can't come with me today. But he still he still considers himself to be an honorary well, yeah. podcast yeah, uh, host ish type absolutely. person. Absolutely. Yeah. We're going to have to get him on here to like play his violin someday. That's right. He's doing a lot more with that. He he gets, did I tell you? He gets to move up to a real violin. Like we get to go by, like he's moving up to a three quarter size and we get to go by like a real expensive violin. Wow. His teacher made the mistake of saying that in front of him. So now he expects a real expensive violin as opposed to like a mediocre. A plastic violin. Yeah. All right. (laughs) How has the podcast affected your career slash life in a way you didn't expect? Hmm. That's a good question. I think I think that a lot of the ways that it's affected me were were anticipated. But one of the things that's been really good is that I feel like I've gotten to uh well I've gotten to know a lot of 
people mm-hmm. as a result of the podcast too that I didn't know before. Right. Um, whether they were other realtor members or other people within our community who were engaged in the profession in some way, shape, or form. And some of those relationships started as a result of the podcast. Right. I have you to thank for a lot of that because there are a lot of the people that, that uh, especially on the national level, once we got into COVID and had to start doing a lot of things remotely, that was really a blessing for us because we were able to pull in a lot of really interesting guests, mm-hmm. most of whom you knew in some way, shape, or form, right. and I didn't. Right. And so um, that's been that's been something that I guess I – in the back of my mind, I sort of anticipated that, but not at the level that, that we have. We've right. had some really incredible guests. Yeah. Um, and so... We still have some really incredible guests to come. We do. And I'm, I'm super excited about that. You know, I think one of the ways that it's affected me in like a really positive manner, in addition to all the relationships, because we've, we've heard some amazing stories. We've talked mm-hmm. to some amazing people that I don't even necessarily know that I knew existed in our world. And I've been so blessed to have brought them into our world and our lives. Right. But for me, on a very personal level, it has um, affected my ability to think on my feet in a very quick manner to come up Mm. with questions, to respond to answers. Because before I was one of those people that, you know, I get put on a stage, I know exactly what I'm going to say, but I'm not really going to go too far off script from where I was. And I speak fairly quickly. I've tried to work on that some. But just even the ability to draw out an answer and to talk about something longer than just my like innate um, natural given ability to like you ask me a question I give you a three word answer I'm done now I can do that to draw out more and speak longer and I honestly I think it helped me in my coaching career doing this podcast and just having to think on your feet and ask questions on your feet has really helped me with um, some ways in my career that's made me better at what I do. It's funny that you say that. So one of the things for me that that is a challenge sometimes with the podcast, Mm -hmm. and you know this already because you know me, is that sometimes I have to moderate what I'm what I would normally say about something. Right. Or the way that I would say something. Mm-hmm. Because we do represent the association. Right. In we're a not, sense this when is not we're our personal podcast. podcast. That's right. Yep. So I can't get on here and just you know, go crazy like a lot of people know I enjoy doing. Right. Um and you know, you, you can hear that if you come to my classes. <laughs> <laughs> but but don't but but that's uh you know it's so that's actually a really good exercise for me. Right. Is that I typically uh, I'm I am quick. Yeah, on my feet. Here I have to. I'm I intentionally I, I think really hard before I before I say something yeah. to avoid you know. And we still sometimes say things, but then it's you know it's okay. It's <laughs> true. It's mostly okay until Amber gives us the look and we're like, oh that that was not okay. Amber, go ahead and cut that. It's okay. Amber, please yeah. cut that part yeah, out. We'll pretend that never happened. All right, let's see here. What is the most memorable? Oh, who is the most memorable guest we've talked to and why? Oh, I have to name someone? You have to name somebody who is the most memorable guest that we've talked to. OMG, we've had so many memorable guests. You know, I I will go to what my first thought was is that, and this sounds really silly and this sounds really selfish, but I have two answers. I've had my two best friends on the show. Actually, it's my three best friends on the show. We've had Andrea Sheridan, Mark Solomon, and Maura Neal, my three best friends in the right. entire world. And the fact that I've gotten to um, showcase my friends and their intelligence and just the value that they bring to the real estate industry and the real estate community, that for me, those have been the most memorable moments because it's 
bringing my personal world together with my professional world, which they're already a part of it, but then sharing this in a new way that when I initially thought of this, my first answer went to that because it was our first or second episode that we had Andrea on because she was president of KCRER at the time. And so that's one of the most memorable ones to me because A, it was early on, but it was I was getting to share my best friend with the entire world. And I've gotten to do that with, you know, Mark and Andrea or Mark and Maura also. Who was your most memorable guest? So... You're going to have to help me with the name okay? because I, I, it's embarrassing for me to say that it's the most memorable guest and then have me not remember his name. But uh, the who was the gentleman who was honored uh, last year for the Good Neighbor Award? Which is really funny because I couldn't remember his name either until uh, it was Brent Giese. Brent Giese. 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 I was so close. And okay, the, so- the reason he was close to mine to me is when I was in Portland for Hood to Coast, we got to go to the Nike uh, uh-huh. the Nike employee store. And there were these people in front of us that all were from Kansas City, and they were running for World Vision, which does water stuff. But they had shirts that said, it said Agape Pomoja and some other words on it. And uh-huh. I was like, wait, are you with the charity in Kansas City? They had no idea what I was talking about. But I was like, <laughs> hey, you need to go back to Kansas City and check them out. But these World Vision t-shirts said, uh, it may have just said Pomoja on but it had an A word above it. And I totally connected with that. So I had recently, was like, what was his name? I knew it started with a B. And I just recently looked his name back up again. But I well, loved Brent. Brent Gieske and uh, Agape Pomoja were that having that conversation. I just remember... How passionate he was! Oh yeah, uh, and and the way that he talked about the people that he served and and the work that he does. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember coming away very moved by that. The other one that was probably the most surprising to me, I think, might have literally been the same day, and it's when Amber had this idea <laughs> to talk to some guy about selling specific like wind rights. And stuff, and and I'm like, what is this? Like, what is this? What is this? And then this guy starts talking. I'm like, holy crap, this is really interesting. I forgot about that episode. He has this. There's this program where it can, uh, you can list the wind rights Mm -hmm. on your property. Um, and it was such a fascinating thing that I should have thought about at some point, but I had but never hadn't. thought about. And that was I learned a ton from that episode. Um, and and it was a surprise because initially I'm like, this is dumb, Amber. What is what is this? And it was and it was I think mm-hmm. it was literally the same episode or not the same episode, same day of recording. See, you're leaving, you're you're wrapping your questions back up, and so now we don't know which ones we've asked and which ones we haven't. Oh, you're I'm just throwing, throwing those well, over there. All right. Yeah. Oh. Have you ever picked up one of Bobby's books because of my book bit? And what was your favorite takeaway from a book? That's a good question. I have actually purchased books as a result of the podcast. Um, I cannot name those books off the top of my head because there's just been so many of them and they just come and to I'm not I'm point. not actually kidding if the answer no. was no I'd straight up say no but I actually have <laughs> right have you had any takeaways from any of the books so sometimes I've I've discussed on the podcast that um sometimes Charlie will request to listen to daddy on the radio yes on the way to school and so I'll like begrudgingly turn it on and then sometimes when you're re-listening to the podcast you you know you hear things differently than when you were actually recording it right and it was a Tuesday and I'm like this totally applies to 
what this, I'm about to tell my people totally applies to my segment and my meeting. Yeah. And I'm like, so I need to I need to wrap it in. You're I don't welcome. remember exactly what it was, but But it was good. But there was a moment and yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah, but no, that happens on a fairly regular basis. I just I wouldn't be able to tell you specifically what Right, because after a while it just all becomes a blur. I, and That's I get true. That. Well, that is that is that is one thing about books in our sphere, and you do a really good job of mixing this up. But so many of the books that are focused on leadership or or productivity, uh, they can be uh, summed up in an email, exactly, or they are just repeating what another book said, or they are making a singular point and then creating fluff with anecdotes. Oh yeah, and it's like okay. I get it, guy who wrote Atomic Habits. Like, I fully understand, yeah. which was a book bit. Right. You know, I fully understand what you're trying to say. I probably don't need literally 45 scenarios right. in which I could implement what you're saying. And you could have put, just put it in an email and right. it would have been fine. Can right. I just subscribe to your newsletter? It might be... But I'm not saying it wasn't a good book. No, it's just but if you if you really digest that digest that content on a regular basis, it does become extremely predictable. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, for me, my attention span doesn't respond well to predictability. Yeah. Um, so I, I well, shut down. I can't finish the book. Even for me, sometimes I start reading a book and I'm like, I already know this concept. It's just named something else. It's when I read the book Surrounded right. by Idiots and it got into colors. And I was like, each color represents one of the disc profiles. And it even matches up to the disc profile that I use in that uh, uh, high D is red and in the book it's red mm-hmm. or whatever. I've got mm-hmm. the colors mixed up at the moment. But it's it, it matches up to a complete book that I already know this entire concept. You're just calling it something slightly different and branding it as your own thing. Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. All right. I think we have a couple questions left on the table. All right. Let's see here. Let's, let's finish this what out. We have. You can hear us picking up the pieces of paper off scrape, the table. Scrape. Scrape. What made you want to start hosting a podcast? Well, you were the one who wanted to start hosting the podcast. I wanted to start hosting the podcast because you asked. And we, we, no, but it's funny because we talk about how people get involved in the association, how they do something. For most of us, we got involved because someone asked us. And we're like, ooh, I'll do that. I'm on this podcast because you asked me. Will you be my um, co-host? Will you do this? And I was like, I didn't even hesitate. I was like, I'm in 100%. (laughs) I don't even need more time than that. Let's do it. So I think that what made me want to do a podcast was that I became heavily, I started listening heavily to podcasts and I had been for, for years and I had a couple of different ideas on on what kind of podcast to do, um, and I, I was serving on the education committee at the time, and I thought we were t- putting together like a video library and all of these mm-hmm. things, and I'm like, you know what? I don't know if personally I would digest content from a video library. Right. For me, I want to take in content on... Uh, on a regular basis from from a podcast because mm-hmm. that's what I was doing at the time and what I still do today. And so I just threw the idea out there and in true Allison at the time and Kip form, it was like, that makes sense. Let's do a podcast. And then we met with Amber and with Kyla and with one other person. 
was before you. It was before me. And then we were like, who should the ho- who should you co-host this with? Because we're like, you got to have a co-host. And I'm like, yes, because that would be boring. Right. You want to talk just to yourself the entire time. And we were time. like, we got to have a female. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we we're like, it's got to be from like another company. Right. And we're, I'm like, Bobby Howe. And mm. that was the name that they had all already come up with. And so it all like matched perfectly. And then I was going to see you like mm-hmm. the next day. And it just so worked I asked. out. So it just worked. And you already had the name. I was ready to go. And I, rem- I remember one of my memories. And this doesn't come into one of the questions or and or my brain's just now remembering things. That's the thing is I'm going to think about these questions the rest of the day. And I'm going to have different answers the rest of the day. Be like, Amber, can we change out my answer to something else? But... <laughs> I remember when the Missouri Realtors, like two years ago, decided they wanted to start a podcast and their name was Real Talk. And I was like, no, yeah. we already have that name at KCRER. You need a new name. And and guess where we took the name from? Where did we take the name from? R. Kelly. Wait, what? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? There's this whole like. Wait, we just had the Kanye thing, and we were talking about Kanye. I started thinking you were talking about him having a rough year. I was like, like no, do we need to change that? I'd like to unlearn this information. <laughs> no, hold on, hold on. It's it's not really. We didn't really steal it from R. Kelly, but, but we kind of did. There is an R. Kelly song called Real Talk, and when we <laughs> named it Real Talk, all I could do was have Real Talk, <laughs> the song running through my head. How is that not our theme song? It is. It can't be anymore. We can't even listen to I Believe I Can Fly anymore. But oh. Real Talk, there is a song but and, and we didn't actually name the podcast after Real Talk by R. Kelly. But every time for like the first couple of months I had no every idea. time we said Real Talk I had the song Real Talk stuck in my head. Which by Amber's the way going to rename us now. It's it's not a good song. I, I really wish that you had told me that because I remember how we came up with the name for this podcast and it was by committee. The professional develop com- <laughs> development committee like I don't we know if they took a it. vote or yeah. but but eventually the consensus came to me that they had chosen Kansas City Real Talk. It's uh-huh. also why it's uh styled as one word, Real Talk. Right. right. That's yeah. how they wanted yeah. to do it. Right. But I was like if I had known it was an R Kelly song, I could have said like pick a different name. Right. <laughs> well, this was no, we all we all knew at that yeah, point, we didn't we? But but still, you yeah, should, it's, not a, it's not a good song at all. <laughs> it's it's actually somewhat disturbing, but shocking. An R. Kelly song yeah, being disturbing. Weird. Wow, what a, what what a weird. concept. Anyway, yeah, fun fun fact. But yeah, that was that was more me. Uh, it wasn't named after the R. Kelly song, but I did have that song okay. in my head multiple times. All right, I have one last question okay. for you. Okay. And we've kind of covered this, but not really. It's the questions asked slightly differently. And I'm going to read what's in the parentheses because it's my favorite part of this entire question. Okay. 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 Who has been your favorite guest? Name names, hurt feelings, go. That's my favorite part. Name Name names, names, hurt hurt feelings, feelings, go. go. Wow. (laughs) Okay. All right. All right. Oh, wow. My favorite podcast guest. Because there's some episodes that really surprised me on how good they turned out. Whenever I heard the topic, I was like, oh, and then we get here. I'm like doing it. I'm like, this is amazing. I could do this all day long. But I don't. Oh, I would agree. Man, I will say the guest that took us the longest to get on, that we talked about. We didn't actually just go to them immediately and bring them on. We took us a couple of years to even ask the person. But it was Rob Hahn. 
Oh, well, Rob, yeah. Rob, Rob took forever. We didn't. I We talked about Rob, but we waited a while to ask Rob to come <laughs> That's on. That's true. But Lee Brown. We talked oh, about yeah, Lee, Lee Brown like two years oh gosh. before we actually asked her to run. And That's she true. actually just announced yesterday that she is running for 2025 first vice president for NAR, which oh would my gosh. make her, her 27th president of NAR. So okay, you guys we may have a future. In, in you have to. I mean, the list is still actually, so I actually know the next few people running the next few years. Like it's already that far out. But that was someone that we talked about because yeah. her book, Peeling the Onion, came out. It was like right about the time of COVID. And we're like, we right. need to bring Lee on. And then we just never got around to it. And then we were like, yeah, we should bring Lee on. Oh, she so, was such a great guest. She, yeah. she, you know, and someone who runs their own podcast, obviously they're going to be a good guest because they know how to have these conversations. Yeah, it's hard for me to not say that Lee Brown was was of the people that we've done that Lee like was the most mind blowing to me just because I, I kinda I'm a big fan. Um did you did you do a little bit of a fangirl when we, we brought Lee on? A little bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it, honestly I'm a I'm a Rob fan. I don't remember the specifics necessarily of that episode, but I, I always get something from listening to Rob. Rob. I feel like we had him on right after we had a Missouri realtor conference. And so we talked about some of the things that, you know, he had brought up on the episode. I'll add that one of my favorite podcasts right now that I listen to mm -hmm. on a weekly basis is uh, industry relationship or industry relations with Rob Hahn and uh, Greg uh, Robertson. I love Greg Robertson too. So yeah, yeah, they're both good. They're both good guys. I like them. Solid. You know, and they argue the whole time. It's so fun. Yeah. and, And that's the thing is, you know, Rob and Greg both are just known for being um, antagonists in the real estate industry. They're yeah. not doing it to be bad. They're just playing devil's advocate. To like, right. are we looking They're at all sides? Stink. Are we looking at all this? And But That's so right. many people just get so offended by the things that Rob says and even sometimes the things that Greg say. But it's like that... That's their gig. They're Absolutely. trying to make you think. That's and if, right. Do you want everybody to just well telling you in your face? And like, that gets back to so you know. And I, I've I've sometimes made like random digs about the National Association conferences and those kinds of things, and how right. it's not necessarily like always super mind blowing content. Right. Well, that's because. W- uh, we are very used to walking on eggshells when yeah, we're we doing to. association things because mm-hmm. you feel like you need to. Yeah. You know, you go to something like Inman Connect, which I went to a couple of weeks ago uh, as of this recording, and those people are fully antagonistic. Oh, yeah. That is, which is almost refreshing. Right. Because they are provoking you to think. Mm-hmm. They are questioning the way that we do things. And and calling specific businesses out for practices that that they don't necessarily think are going to work very well. Right. And, you know, we could never do that at the association level, no. which I and I understand, I understand. why. Right. Totally but. understand why. But you have to have people like uh, like Greg and like Rob um, in your ear a little mm-hmm. bit, because you, you if you're if we only surround ourselves with the. Uh, overly optimistic outlook of our industry, then we will not prepare ourselves for the future in an no. effective manner. We will be blinded to the things that are coming down the road and coming down the road very quickly. And we will, uh, it's just a problem. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I, I really appreciate people who are willing to push the uh, push buttons a little bit. Yep, same. So few are willing to do that. Yep. And um, another one of those that pushes buttons, but inside the industry from inside the association world, and it was a guest on our podcast, and he's probably 
one of the most brilliant people that I know, in addition to all the other people we've already talked about, is Nobu Hata, who's oh, yeah. association executive yeah. for the Denver Association of Realtors now. And I'm not sure if when we interviewed him, he was already AE or if he was still Mm-mm. working for he NAR. He was still working for NAR. Uh, but he is one of the most brilliant minds in real estate. Um, I think he's, um, I don't think he gets as much recognition as he should. And he's another one of those people that pushes buttons from inside the industry. And What's I'm- interesting is that he was so focused on something that NAR, because it was it was like emerging technologies, yep. right? Wasn't that what he was yeah, focused on in NAR? Emerging issues. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, uh, that he you could tell in that discussion with him, he was one of the first remote guests. He was the uh, first was remote most, yeah. guest w- that we ever had. And you could tell in that conversation that he had so much Okay. that he could bring to the table and that he was almost bored by the content that we were talking about because I think we were talking about smart home technology. Right, and he's he's way up and here and he we're talking was down exactly. here. Exactly. Yeah. And you could you could tell that he had a ton to bring to the table. Yeah, he always does. So so cool. We we have had such a what an honor to be able to talk to so many incredible people over the last hundred episodes. Yeah. And as we're sitting here, I've thought of like three or four people like, oh, why don't we have this person on yet? Why haven't we had that person on yeah. yet? So I'm really excited for our next 100 episodes of oh my who all people are bringing on. No kidding. We're going to be old and gray by the time this is over with. Bobby, you're an awesome co-host. Alex, you're an awesome co-host too. Jeez. Let's wrap this up and get out of here with our 100th episode. What have... W- w- what Ooh. haven't we asked that we should have asked, I, I, Bobby? I feel like Amber's asked it all. Amber's done it all. She's made us look good. She made it look. Amber, make, here's the thing: is y'all, Amber makes us look so good, That's and true. we are so appreciative of Amber. And this podcast would not even be a quarter of what it is if we didn't have an Amber. No, so, there would be no preparation. Oh God, we wouldn't even be here half the time. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It'd, be like, it'd, be, it'd be rough. Yeah, it would be really rough. Amber. So Amber makes us look good. Amber's awesome. Thank you, Amber. Thanks, guys. <laughs> and I feel like that's the perfect way to end that. It is. All right. All right. We'll check you out later. See ya. Bye.